Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from the lands of the Gadigal people. Before we get into today's episode, don't forget there's a listener survey in our show notes for one last day. We'd love to hear from you. Now for ABC News Daily. More than eight years since flight MH17 was shot down, a Dutch court will this week deliver a verdict in the trial of three Russian men and one Ukrainian accused of murdering those on board. The Malaysia Airlines plane was hit by a missile as it flew above eastern Ukraine when Ukrainian troops and Russian-backed separatists were engaged in intense fighting. A number of Australian families will travel to Amsterdam to witness the court proceedings. Today, we speak to some of them. I'm Merrin O'Brien and I'm the mum of Jack O'Brien who was on MH17. He was 25 and he was on his way home after a a seven-week trip around Europe. He was connecting to come back to Sydney where we were picking him up that night. Merrin, you've followed this trial really closely from the beginning, haven't you? It's been important for you. Yeah, quite closely. I mean, we were fortunate to be one of the few Australian families there at the opening of the trial. The prosecutor read out just really methodically every one of the 298 names. And, yeah, you could just feel in the room. Um, You know, you could have heard a pin drop. Eugene, Chujin Leon, Ahmad Hakimi, it was um, it was gut wrenching, but it was also really um, important that they did that because, like, it wasn't just a mass murder; it was just a, a murder of every single one of those people, including our Jack. I, I just can't imagine, Marin, how difficult it's it's been for you and and your family. You were even at one point given the opportunity to watch the CCTV vision from inside the airport in Amsterdam. Yeah, I mean, not everybody took that opportunity up. Mm. I think we just felt, you know, Jack's not here and that was the last sort of steps um, of his journey on Earth. So, yeah, we just, we sat for hours and we were able to identify I think it was 11 little segments which varied from a few seconds to I think the longest one was about 15 seconds but just showed him progressively arriving at the airport and checking in and dropping his baggage and then um, making his way in a quicker and quicker manner because he was actually quite late to the airport. Yeah, to board the plane and then the, the last little bit where like he was by himself everybody else or nearly everyone else was on board just actually running by then down this last corridor to get on the plane so yeah um well it was gut-wrenching but I, I don't regret doing it at all mm such a horribly difficult time for you all. The verdict, when it's passed down and you're watching that, how important is it that the men on trial are found guilty? And if they are found guilty, 
What will that mean for you? To, to me, the most important thing is that it's out there. The process, the decision, the verdict is out there for the rest of the world to know. It means a lot. It means a lot because the truth really matters. And there's been so much um, denial and um, obfuscation and so on that, yeah, it's, it's really important. It would have been really important to, to Jack as well. I'm, I'm John O'Brien. I'm, I'm the father of Jack O'Brien. This is, this is really important. This is the culmination of joint investigation team and all the careful, meticulous gathering of evidence. And <laughs> there's a whole mass of people out there that, you know, in some ways we're, you know, we're grateful for all their careful work. And that's, this is the culmination of their work as well mm. in presenting this case and coming, coming to a judgment. There are four men facing trial, three Russians and one Ukrainian, and they're being tried in absentia. That is, they're hiding away in Russia. Even if they're found guilty, you know, it's very unlikely that they'll ever be jailed. I mean, that must be yeah. incredibly difficult for the families. I mean, you've got a sense. When I first saw the pictures of the four accused, you know, my immediate gut reaction was, oh, these are hard men. You know, these are men who don't care much about human life and for whom life is pretty cheap. There was also quite chilling recordings of these men when the plane came down, wasn't there? It was very difficult, I would have thought, for the families to to listen to their reaction when that happened. Oh, oh yeah, some of that was horrible. They had conversations as to whether the missile system had done its job and they noted with delight that an aircraft had been shot down. Maybe they thought they were aiming at a military aircraft, but they shot down a passenger plane. No sense of regret or sorrow or remorse at having shot down a passenger plane, just, oh, how do we fix this mess? Um, yeah, it was a practical problem to them, not something, you know, they weren't worried about the consequences for the people they'd just killed. They're accused of moving the missile launcher into Ukraine, a separatist-controlled area of Ukraine, and then after the plane was shot down, moving that missile launcher back into Russia. That's what the prosecutors say they've proved. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think there's three main areas. One is that a plane was brought down by a Bukhtela missile system of the Russian Federation, and then that it was, a, you know, operated from a, a field in Pervomaisky, which the important bit about that, it was, was in the territory held by the separatists at the time. And the third thing they're trying to prove is the active involvement of the four accused in that, in that whole process. Do you, John, hold these men, these four men, ultimately responsible for bringing this plane down? Um, I hold them responsible, but not only them. They're centrally involved in, in, in delivering the weapon and asking for the weapon and delivering the weapon, but the decisions to, well, the decisions to invade Ukraine in 2014 and, you know, and, and prosecute the war that's happening now they were made at high levels. I hold ultimately, you know, those people are responsible, but I hold the senior military people and ultimately the Russian government and the Russian leader who must have known, more than known, 
had a, I'm, I'm thinking, had a central role in, you know, organising and prosecuting all this, this stuff. I actually hold them ultimately responsible. There's never been any admission or responsibility by anyone in the Russian Federation, like none of the accused, but no one else in the Russian Federation, and that's, um, you know, that's hard to deal with and also, you know, very offensive, you know, deeply offensive. Um, my name's Paul Gard. I lost my parents, Jill and Roger Gard, in the MH17 tragedy. Um, so mum and dad went for a trip to Europe. They were enjoying a, a cruise holiday from um, Austria into Germany and uh, travelling with mum's sister Liz and her husband Malcolm. They had a wonderful trip and they enjoyed it very much, but um, they were mainly looking forward to getting home to spend time with their grandchildren because... My sister Amanda at that stage had two kids and um, that was what mum was really looking forward to. But, um, yeah, sadly on their trip home they flew from Amsterdam on an MH17 Malaysia Airlines flight and, um, yeah, it uh, was shot down over the Ukraine. I think they've missed out on some of the best parts of their lives. Mm. Tell me how you're feeling, Paul, at this time with the verdict in this MH17 trial just days away. Uh, yeah, well, I um, have always blamed the conflict for the tragedy. So um, my my, what's really distressing me the most right now is that the conflict has gotten so much worse and we've seen um, quite an escalation this year in, in terms of Russia uh, overtly invading Ukraine, which has made my yeah, distress greater, I suppose, because I've always seen this as a consequence of of that conflict the the fact that the plane got shot down and and the, the trial is important to shine a light on what happened and to try to hold some individuals responsible but um overall i, I would still hope that the uh, focus remains on trying to resolve that conflict because the conflict is killing people and and my parents were one of those victims Who do you hold responsible for this tragedy? I, I think as a, as a whole, the um, people who have taken up arms are, are the ones I hold, hold responsible, and, and that, that would be mainly the people who started the war in eastern Ukraine. However, there are other parties that could have avoided this tragedy if, if things had gone differently, and, and that includes the Ukrainian government for not shutting the airspace when... A transport plane had been shot down only a few days prior and, and also the airlines for continuing to fly over Ukraine when there was a, a conflict ongoing. Um, that's not only Malaysia Airlines, there was a Singapore, Singapore Airlines plane just, just a few hours ahead of MH17. So I think that um, at that time and probably still now there are, there are significant failures in the risk management system for avoiding these sorts of incidents from occurring again. Marin, once the verdict's been handed down, what next for you? I guess it's a step. It's a step along the way. I mean, the, the grief and still the bewilderment is always with us and it's always either in the foreground or the background and of our, of our living. We don't know how we'll feel, to be honest, after 
um, you know, the day after, the week after, the month after. It'll be really good to be with other Australian and international families because there's a great sense of um, of solidarity. But, yeah, it's a step along the way, but I'm actually not sure emotionally how I'll feel afterwards. Mm. John, what does justice look like for you? <laughs> so many different levels you can answer that question. I mean, on one level, justice is what's happening. So justice is done when all the evidence is put together and sifted by independent judges and a verdict is delivered. That's that's justice. Um, you know, another part of justice, I guess, is imposing a punishment. And the prosecutors actually said this. I was just reading back my notes from March 2020. They said... The most important thing is that the truth is found, not necessarily the imposition of a punishment, and I agree with that. <laughs> but on another level, like and as a human being, and as a, I'm, I mean, I'm a, a Christian, you know, there's another form of justice that can't happen. And for me, the dimension of justice is redemption, is kind of like restoration. I mean, what I really want is for Jack to have his life. John and Meryn O'Brien lost their son Jack in the downing of MH17. Paul Gard's parents, Roger and Jill, were also on the plane. Australia has maintained the Russian Federation is responsible under international law for the downing of flight MH17. This episode was produced by Sydney Peed and Flint Duxfield. Additional production by Sam Dunn and Chris Dengate, who both contributed to the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.